हेलो एसप्रेंड्स यू हियरिंग टू द एसप्रेंड वॉइस ए पॉडकास्ट सीरीज ऑन कॉम्प्लेक्स यूपीएससी करंट अफेयर्स वेयर इट विल मेक यू सिंपल टू अंडरस्टैंड एंड रिमेंबर वेल इन दिस एपिसोड वी आर गोइंग टू डिस्कस अबाउट डेमोक्रेसी रिवाइवल वर्सेस डेमोसाइड व्हाट इज डेमोसाइड इट इज नथिंग बट किलिंग द डेमोक्रेसी नाउ लेट्स अंडरस्टैंड व्हाट इज द इंपॉर्टेंस व्हाई द डेमोसाइड इज द दिस ह्यूज टर्म इज बीइंग यूज्ड नाउडेज बिकॉज़ इन द मेनी पार्ट्स ऑफ द वर्ल्ड the democracy is declining and a kind of autocracy is being applied let's discuss deep about it in the topic the global surveys are everywhere reporting dipping confidence in democracy and market jumps in citizen frustration with government corruption and incompetence young people are the least satisfied with the democracy much more disaffected than previous generations at the same age in a democracy report 2021 sweden's freedom institute noted that India has almost lost its status as a democracy. It ranked India below Sierra Leone, Guatemala and Hungary. In this context, it is important to understand the true meaning and challenges of the democracy that India facing now. Before that, let's understand what is democracy. Democracy is a form of government in which power ultimately comes from the people who are governed either through direct voting or through elected representatives. Democracy is a whole way of life. it is freedom from hunger humiliation and violence democracy is saying no to every form of human and non human indignity it is respect for women a tenderness with children and access to jobs that bring satisfaction and sufficient reward to the life comfortably and democracy is a public and private respect for different ways of living it is humility that is the willingness to admit that impermanence renders all life vulnerable that in the end nobody is invincible and that ordinary lives are never ordinary democracy is equal access to decent medical care and sympathy for those who have fallen behind it is the rejection of the dogma that things can't be changed because they are naturally fixed in stone now understand what is the conceptual framework of global state of democracy the first one is representative government that is elected government free political parties and inclusive suffrage adult suffrage and clean elections the second most important thing is fundamental rights that is social rights and equality civil liberties and access to justice the third one is checks on government that is effective parliament and judicial independence and also the media integrity you have to notice clearly the fourth one is the participatory engagement that is local democracy direct democracy electoral participation civil society participation and the fifth one is impartial administration that is predictable enforcement and absence of corruption these five together will form the conceptual framework of global state of democracy so basically why democracy for us you have to understand because the idea of democracy derives its moral strength and popular appeal from the key principles that is individual autonomy and equality and the basic forms of democracy are of two types that is direct democracy and representative democracy direct democracy is like citizens participate in the decision making personally example switzerland they will take referendum on every change of the law they make and the representative democracy is elected officials represent a group of people it is an element of both parliamentary and presidential systems of government for example you can say india uk us etc and essential elements of democracy are freedoms respect for human rights and holding periodic and genuine elections by universal suffrage that is adult suffrage so the true meaning of democracy you have to understand that is democracy is much more than pressing a button or marking a box on a ballot paper 
it goes beyond the mathematical certitude of election results and majority rule it is not reducible to lawful rule through independent courts or attending local public meetings democracy is a whole way of life and it is freedom from hunger humiliation and violence democracy is saying no to every form of human and non-human indignity that i have talked about what is the causes for death of democracy is democide is really happening let's understand government failure this is one of the major cause because the wild rumors and talk of conspiracies flourish and the street protests and outbreaks of uncontrolled violence happens and fears of civil unrest spread and the armed forces grow agitated as the government totters the army moves from its barracks onto the streets to quell unrest and take control democracy is finally buried in a grave and it slowly dug for itself the military coup detects against the elected government of egypt 2013 thailand 2014 and myanmar and tunisia 2021 for are some of the examples and the second most important cause or the reason you can say is weak institutions when the judiciary becomes vulnerable to synonymism political meddling and state capture threat to democratic values and constitutional morals emerges and the third one is social emergencies when social fabric weakens and the threat to democracy emerges democracy suffers slow motion social death and when a constitution promises its citizens justice liberty and equality the division among and shattering of the social life induce a sense of legal powerlessness among citizens the other cause is inequality in the society massive imbalance of wealth chronic violence famine and unevenly distributed life chances also make a mockery of the ethical principle that in a democracy people can live as citizen partners of equal social worth the another cause could be unavailability of basic amenities like domestic violence rotten healthcare widespread feelings of social unhappiness and daily shortages of food housing destroy the people dignity and it kills the spirit and substance of the democracy now the another reason could be vulnerable remain unheard Yes, citizens' ability to strike back and to deliver millions of mutinies against the rich and powerful is inherited in a democracy. But the brute fact is, social indignity undermines citizens' capacity and to take an active interest in public affairs and to check and humble the powerful. The other reason could be demagoguery. Okay, this term is quite new. Let's understand. When democratically elected governments cease to be held accountable by a society weakened by poor health. and low morale and joblessness demagogues are prone to blindness and ineptitude they make careless foolish and incompetent decisions that reinforces social inequalities and inequities and those who access power in government ministries corporations and public private projects aren't subject to democratic rules of public accountability uh in case you think you heard it somewhere you are hearing it every international government and recently in india too it is happening the other cause could be ineffective redistribution that is in the absence of redistributive public welfare policies that guarantee sufficient food shelter security education and healthcare to the downtrodden the ideal of democracy weakens among citizens and democracy begins to resemble a fancy mask worn by wealthy political predators society is subordinated to the state people are expected to behave as loyal subjects or else the suffer should be the consequence and suffer in the sense it's not hindi suffer it's english suffer now let's have a brief look on democracy in india ancient india had democratic republic even before 6th century bce 
and India has been democratic rule through ages, like uh, Vaishali in present-day Bihar. Okay, is considered one of the first republics around sixth century BCE. Republics at that time were called Mahajanpadas and Sabhas and Samitis. The assemblies used to be there and they existed. And panchayat systems were also used in some of these republics. And anti-colonial movement in India brought democracy in picture during the British rule in India. Uh, the likes of which Nehru, Gandhi, Ambedkar, etc., helped in bringing universal adult franchise at a time when literacy rate was very low in the nation. Government of India Act 1935 laid foundation of democratic rule in India. Although Gandhi wanted village republic as a basic unit, India went for Westminster type of political model. But India granted universal adult franchise under Article Number Three Twenty Six of its Constitution, effective since nineteen fifty, giving a strong base for democracy and made India the world's largest democracy. Indian Republic at present has a parliamentary system of democracy and a feel federal structure in which leaders are elected by citizens of various castes, classes, religions, etc. Even the gender is not an issue because we have the equality. the even women can participate in the election but what are the recent incidents that are confirming democide uh, the best example is uh, nia amendment bill 2019 the amendment to the national investigative agency act gives the agency authority to investigate crimes committed by person which are against indian citizens or affecting the interests of india however the term affecting the interests of india is undefined and can be misused by the government to curb freedom of speech and expression uh, there are so many examples And the sedition law is a kind of similar to this one. Now the other reason could be, I mean, this incident is bypassing the parliament committee system. That is, according to data by PRS Legislative Research, while sixty percent of the bills in the fourteen Lok Sabha and seventy one percent in the fifteen Lok Sabha were referred to the departmentally related standing committees concerned. This proportion came down to twenty seven percent in the sixteenth Lok Sabha. So apart from DS DRSCs. There are negligible bills referred to select committees of the houses or joint parliamentary committees, and the last bill referred to the joint parliamentary committee was the right to fair compensation and transparency in land acquisition, rehabilitation, and resettlement. That is Second Amendment Bill in two thousand fifteen. I mean that means uh, it's Second Amendment Bill in the sense in that particular Lok Sabha session, Lok Sabha period. I mean government period. You can say that five years. So then. Information technology, the intermediate guidelines and digital media ethics code rules. You know, to ID rules, two thousand twenty-one. Now, how to save the democracy? You can save the democracy by constitutional renaissance. Renaissance. It refers to the process of constant repair and renewal of constitutionalism as a function of adjudication. It includes like uh, obeisance to the constitutional spirit, vision, and letter. the interpretation of the constitution by the judiciary in a way that glorifies its democratic spirit and reflects a reverence towards the constitution and the production of rights of all which means that people are true sovereign and they should be not should not be treated as just subjects and all forms of public power should be placed at the service of the constitutional ends and also the constitutional morality should be saved the purpose of interpretation should be made like uh, this refers to the interpretations of the constitution by the judiciary in light of the interest of the people of india and maintaining institutional integrity and good governance is very much important to save the democracy uh, good governance in sense it, they should be accountable and they have to make the schemes in such a way that it will help the people and people should be happy with that and in case of dissatisfaction of the people the government should be accountable to them 
and also the voices should be heard that is the government should hear criticism rather than rejecting it outrightly saying too much of democracy so suggestions on eroding democratic values need a thoughtful and respectful response the other could be checks on executive powers the press and the judiciary which are considered the pillars of india's democracy require it to be independent of any executive interference to enable auditing of the chances and now the need for the strong opposition this is very much important because in a democracy opposition is very much important same as the government the strong democracy requires and strong opposition without an alternative choice the very objective of election to provide a check on arbitrary power gets defeated and the social inequality is very much important to save the democracy because if redistributive public welfare policies are effective the inequality in the society would be reduced thus it must be priority of the government to maintain social and economic equality and inclusive growth so on this note you have to understand that the institutionalization of constitutional democracy has helped the people of india realize the importance of democracy and inculcate democratic sensibilities among them at the same time it is important that all the government organs work in harmony to uphold the trust people of the country have held in them and ensure the objectives of the real and true democracy this is all about the democracy revival versus democide I hope you do like this episode. If you do like this episode, please share it with your friends and also share them about the aspirantvoiceupsc.com, uh, where you will get all the notes on the content of what I'm making. This is a way to make the complex current affairs simple. So this podcast is such an initiative. I hope you do like this and uh, keep on sharing and keep on encouraging me, keep motivating me. On this note, I'm taking leave. This is MM, the Aspirant Voice, signing off.